welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Amen. I want you to close your eyes and lift up your right hand to God and bless his name. He will never change. He is the Lord. And he remains the same. Thank you, Lord, for being there for us. Thank you for being God. If you were a human being, we wouldn't know where we would be. But thank you, Lord, for being there for us. We thank you, Lord. Thank you that you have brought us together this morning. As I begin to teach, Lord, let your grace be strong on us. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise. We give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Give the Lord a good clap, offering. So the portrait of a winner, but one. The portrait of a winner, but number one. Last week, we began the series on the great achievement. And uh, we looked at having deciding to have the winner's mentality. So today we are looking at the portrait of a winner. When we say a portrait, a portrait is simply an imagery representation of something. So a picture, you can say, you see when you are taking a picture, you say what? They will ask you, do you want a portrait or what? Uh-huh. So the portrait. So the portrait brings out the personality more. So the portrait is something we see. So how does a winner look like? That's the meaning of the preaching. How does a winner look like? So the portrait of a winner. How many of us want to win in life? Yes. I don't think there is a single person who wants to lose in life. But as much as you have a desire and a dream and a wish to win in life, it is not, it will not guarantee that you will win in life. If wishes were horses, some of you would have built UK in Sacramento Village. If wishes were horses, some of you would have come to church with your own helicopter. But wishes are never horses. Our wishes don't just come because it's a genuine wish. No. As much as you are seated here and you keep saying, oh, I love pastor, I love the church. God, if you give me money, I will, I will surprise the church. It's not enough. You can be saying that for the next 70 years and you will never have money. Are you following me? So we want to take our time in the month of August to appreciate what it means to work in great achievement. And for your information, your age mates 
have done something that is greater than what you have done. Life is not a competition, but life is a race. Are you here with me? Life is not a sleep. Life is not a competition, but life is a race. So with patience and endurance, run the race that is set before you. So you have a race to run. You are not competing with anyone, but you must run. That means that you must become an athlete. You must know the art of living life. Else, you will fail. And you will add up to the failures in the family. But I'm trusting God that as you are exposing yourself to scripture and the expounding of God's word, another spirit will come upon you. Don't you say amen. amen. So I begin preaching by saying, winners have a way they think. And losers have a way they think. Winners have a way of thinking. And losers also have a way of thinking. Defeaters have their way of thinking. Achievers have a way of thinking. A loser is someone who fails at an opportunity and remains in his failure giving reasons that because that opportunity did not come to him, that is why he's failed. That is how losers think. But if you want to be an achiever, last week I told you, you must be a winner. And this is how winners think. They have a different way of looking at issues. Can I hear a big amen? amen. Winners don't merely react to change. Winners don't wait for change. Winners initiate and they implement change. You want to achieve? You have to learn how to initiate and implement change in your life. The problem we have as Christians is that we want things to change when we don't want to change them. We want to see change, but we are not ready to initiate and implement the change. If you have put on weight, your prayer will not change your weight. Yes. It will change. Until you put yourself in a system to ensure that the change you desire can be achieved. Whether you are Muslim, you are Hindu, you are a traditionalist, you are a Christian, you have to initiate that system of reducing your weight. The same way, if you want to see change, you don't sit to wait for change. You create change as a great achiever. <laughs> Winners make things happen. Winners, they make things happen. They look at the desert and they see a Dubai. Some of us are waiting to be in Dubai to have a beautiful life. You are a loser. Or you have a loser's mentality. 
Are you here with me? Some of us want to be in uh, Columbus, Ohio. Before you can be convinced that God can bless you. Somebody want to be in Berlin, not Lashibi. Someone want to be in Las Vegas, not Clagon. Before he can be convinced that God can bless him, it's the loser's mentality that has eaten up glorious destinies in Africa. But today, I pray for you that after this series, eh, even if they put you in a cave, you will build a castle in that cave. I said you will build a castle in that cave in the name of Jesus. Like Joshua and Caleb. You see, I have not, I have never been jealous of anybody who has gone outside the country. And as I always say, it's a statement I like. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense for you to be jealous of your brother, your sister. There are people outside I talk to. Hey, I won't go further. <laughs> your home is your home. If God cannot bless you amongst your people, then you are truly cursed. Your own people. The loser's mentality. May, one day, eh, may the embassies be empty. They can't say amen. amen. Yeah. One day, may the, may the people begin to make, uh, like, you know, now the bankers come to us. Eh? Where day is coming in Africa, nobody will want to travel to London. Now the bankers, they are chasing us. You don't have money, Crado, so we will help you. You don't worry. You don't have this kind of You don't worry. We know what to do. We'll write something. The thing will come. And those days when you are looking for loan, I say a day is coming. Eh? And that means that you and I must have a different way of thinking. The next time you take your salary, that is 400 Ghana. Don't think about the perfume. Don't think about the shoe. Don't think about the mobile phone. Don't think about internet. Think about a seed to build the future. Don't think about chilling. You have seven friends, so everybody continue 150 to go and drink and eat domedo. You earn 400 Ghana. And you are yet believing God for breakthrough. When he gives you 400, you use 150 for domedo and beer. The day is coming. If your eyes will be open today, a day is coming. You will look back and take inventory of your life and you'll be shedding tears because God would have done great things through your life.
you see everybody's dress, you want to buy some. This one, I didn't buy. They dash it to me. So if you are sitting there and you are planning, you have sent a message to your tailor, you have sent the picture already. I want this one. I want this one. Then they tell you it is it is thousand eight hundred. Oh, Tesoka, remember thousand five. I will use five months to pay. You are not wise. Have the witness mentality. The witness mentality. Your value will appreciate the more you think as a leader, as a winner, as a winner. Your value will appreciate. Instead of having a witness mentality, we have the beggar's mentality. That is very sad. How will you win with the beggar's mentality? Are you here? There must become a mind in you that doesn't take a no for an answer. And that army is rising in this house. There shouldn't, history must not give you any reason why you must fail. Anytime you are uncomfortable, you see an uncomfortable situation around you, become uncomfortable to that thing. Become an enemy to that thing. Else you cannot change it. We are in a generation where people are just giving birth because somebody will take care of them. How will we move forward? What life are you going to present to this child? Because you think that Obibi Hunu Mobwa Shana. The one now. You are thinking about the eighth because your, bra- your grandmother said, Have the witness mentality. No matter where you are, you can start somewhere. Believe that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or ever imagine. It means that the wildest thing you can imagine, God can exceed it. You have no problem because God is available to help. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. Numbers chapter 13, verse 27 to 30. Because of time, move to the verse 30. When did you start giving me yellow writings? Uh huh. And Caleb steal the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome. We are well able. Moses sent them to go and spy on the land. And when they came to give a report, Caleb spoke. After he spoke, all the ten also brought their report. But Caleb said that they were describing how the place was. They were talking about many reasons why they cannot break through. 
Don't work with people who have many reasons why they cannot break through. And don't work with people who don't want to go through God's way to make money. If you get hungry, I didn't care. Because it doesn't last. Yesterday, somebody told me about a big man in the country. When he built houses, he, he is not able to stay inside. Nice houses. He can't stay inside. Does it make sense? It doesn't make sense. Money you will get, that condition is on. Doesn't make sense. I was passing, I was driving by the road, and I saw some structures that have been like that for a long time. Somewhere when you are going on the road. <laughs> you see, this, this life thing is it, 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 worrying us. We, are, we, are, we don't feel free. Eventually, I'll go off so that I can preach like the way I used to preach. So I'll be free. So you, have to, you, have, you, have, you have to speak in coded language so that no lawyer will worry you. Eventually, I'll go off. Then I can talk. <laughs> because it's in the talking, not the preaching, that you are blessed. You see, the guy was a Sakawa guy. Then you see the structures. It's not I'm building, so I understand. You see the structures. This is money. Money. He's dead. The project has been there for about 10 years now. It has not continued. What type of money is that? Where are we going? Have the witness mentality. It doesn't matter where you are today. If you decide that you will cooperate with God, step after step, it may delay, but it will come. It may delay, but you get there. It's not about getting there. Or it's not about how the, the time you got there. No, it's not, it's not about that. It is not. It's about getting there God's way. Young people, at your age, somebody has built three houses. At your age, somebody has three degrees. At your age, somebody's running a school. At your age, somebody's business. I was in Kumasi yesterday and I saw a business I see around in Accra. I saw it there. And I pointed it to Eddie. This thing is in it is in Lashibi. Instead of building your life, you are on internet doing concern, making commentaries that will never put money in your pocket. And they are hyping so-called celebrities and people who want to make great achievement have dedicated themselves and commented about what? Does it concern you? Are you her relative? Are you their relative? Would you put money in your pocket? Time is flying. Today is what? 15th August 2021. 15th August, not 15th January. 15, eight months. Eight and a half months. It's gone. Can't you see that when you look in the picture, you have changed? <laughs> the next time you are barbering your hair, ask your barber to count the gray hairs. Well. Your heart will beat. 
Pastor, I'm 22 years old. At 16 and a half, Goliath, David brought Goliath down. At 16 and a half, he established that his family will not pay tax again. He has already become a blessing to the family. You are 22. You are fighting with counsel over your last born, 17 years. You are fighting. Mommy, mommy left this for me and you came. You don't respect. They've left counsel for me. You don't respect. You have come. 22 years. You are the Lord, you change it not. You are the Lord, you remain the same. Josiah at eight years was already trained to become a king. We are in our moment and we are in our future, people. There is no other future. You are in your future. There is no other tomorrow. You are in your tomorrow. At least be planting something. At least be watering something. At least be building something. At least be walking in the night. Because a day is coming when God wants to break you through. He will check whether you have been walking in the night. Let me go back to the sermon. In 15 minutes, I'll close. But I pray that some of you will leave this place angry with yourself. Some of you will leave this place, you will block certain flows. Some of you will leave this place going back to your rooms and taking your diaries and canceling certain numbers and canceling certain plans plans and writing new things and putting yourself under pressure because it is pressure that bears glory when you enter the labor world they won't tell you to cross your leg and get some cool coke they will tell you open your legs listen to us when we say push you push and you will push in anguish you will push and at a certain point they will say stop when you feel like pushing they will say stop when you stop they do something say yes gather strength and push again I came to tell somebody there is a baby in your spirit. You got to push it out for the generation. You got to push it out for the glory of the Lord to be revealed in your life. I want to see intercessors. When we are preaching, we need 10 people to give us $100,000. Intercessors are who are on fire, who know how to pray, who know how to pick up demons, who know how to cast out demons, who knows the names of demons, and yet they have money to put on ground for things to happen in the physical. Do you know that possession brings power? The more you possess a land, the more you become powerful. I'm, I'm, I'm saying something. The more you possess a land, Esther, the more you become powerful. Yeah. This Nungwa, Nungwa Teshi, if you are buying a land, you have to go and see a certain man. 
If you buy the land without seeing that man, the land will be contentious till you die. How will we possess lands when we don't become great achievers? Having the mindset of winners. God told them, I'm giving you this land. Just go and spy. And God will always cause you to see something to see whether you know the promise of God. To see whether you are ready for the promise of God. That is why it is not good for you to be a luguzan. You know a luguzan? You are just a zan and we added a lugu. <laughs> because sometimes, few times, you are truthful. So, when we were just about to trust you, then you show Azan small. If you do that, you can never follow God well. If you do that, the Spirit of God cannot lead you because your mind is a luguzant. Yeah. Like when I'm preaching, and for the first time, the Holy Spirit is telling you, go and drop an offering. Because your mind is a luguzant. Pastor, no. I said that power oh, is moving my emotions. It is, I, 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 I refuse. You have an aluguzan mind. Are you here? Have I blessed you already this morning? I can close over. I can just close and it's enough. Because I feel that some of you, eh, something is happening to you. You want to go home quick and start some things. You want, you want to make some calls. You want to, you want to do some. You want to pull down. Some of you, a girl that has left you seven years ago, what did that one born wardrobe? Say, she ain't custom man. That is why, you see, you don't know the prayer that is on that girl. You break your heart, I break your heart. She's gone. Pick up the pieces because she is not the only woman in this world. We have 7 billion people in the world. Women are more than men. So that means that there are about 5 billion. If Sakumono girls are not okay for you, you can go to Sakama. You can go to Suwotu. If Ghanaian girls are, go to Nigeria. You can go to Chinchanton, China. Somebody is there for you. One broken heart. So you have become wicked. And you are on the verge of breaking people's virginity to punish ladies. And you are here for anointing. For what? <laughs> Somebody shall preach. Why are you wasting your time? Why are you wasting your years? Wake up quickly. Wake up quickly. My wife was working in a company. And my dad told her she should stop. No, just stop. If you are working somewhere, you have to stop. And it's not easy. Because the salary will not be coming. You, I told her to stop. And today, ask her whether she regretted. She has become better off. There is always a time to stop going like this. And then to start going like this. May today be that day. Give the Lord a clap offering.
We are not called to be losers. So now we step into Uncle David's story and then we close in 10 minutes. So, Bible says that in Romans chapter 15 verse 4, these stories in the Bible were written for our education. For our teaching and instruction. One of the things you always look out for when you come to church is the instruction that comes. Love a pastor who instructs you from the scriptures. Love a pastor who teaches you from the scriptures. Love a pastor who educates you from the scriptures. Because that is what is meant to do, not to be story. So we look at David's life and we can see four solid attitudes that we can learn from him because he was a winner. The first one we'll look at today, which is my main sermon, is that winners respond to challenges and not problems. Winners don't see problems as problems. They see it as a challenge. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 23 to 27. And as he walked with them, behold, there came up the Philistine, came up the champion. The Philistine, the champion, the Philistine, the champion, the Philistine. They matched David against Goliath. Who was a champion? It means that David was a champion. He didn't have the title, but he was a champion. You don't look like a champion, but you are a champion. You don't look like a winner, but God says you are a winner. You don't look like a rich man. God says you are a rich man. You don't look like a great man, but God says that you are a great man. So this is what should guide you. I have met a lady. She said, Pastor, he told me that I am a useless human being. Educated, Okra Masters too. But the words of the boyfriend has crippled her. The whole educated, crippled. But the words. What you keep in your head is what people will see out of your life. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Whose words ring in your head? Whose words? What is driving you? God, David was going to face Goliath and the Bible described Goliath as a champion. When you are fighting boxing, WBC, they will not match a lightweight and a heavyweight. Immediately you see a fight in heavyweight, it means the two of them are heavyweight. For David to face Goliath, it means that David was a champion waiting a manifestation. I pray in the name of Jesus that that champion in you, that spirit of the overcomer, that spirit of the achiever will be stirred up in you in the name of Jesus Christ. It is possible and it will happen. I said it is possible. Lift your right hand and say it is possible. And it will happen. It is possible. And it will happen. Hit your chest and say it is possible. And it will happen. Somebody say, oh, Pastor, what is it that it is possible? Everybody sitting here, there is something that is on your heart that looks impossible. That is what I just addressed. It is possible. Give the Lord a clap of it. Because of time, if I read that, I will be late in my teaching. So David was not afraid of this fearsome giant. The man was a giant. I don't have time to describe his stature. But David faced him. 
I don't know what has become a Goliath in your life. Your life is not wasted until you declare yourself wasted. There are more time to recover. There is more time. Look at the man on the cross. All his life, he has been a criminal. All his life. Every day of his life, he's an arm robber in the metro. But on the cross, in few seconds, he flipped the other side of his destiny. I came to speak to somebody. Your time has not been wasted. There is restoration. I pray that you will rise up and face the Goliath of your life. A Goliath, I told you last year, last Sunday, that a Goliath is a problem that looks huge and unsurmountable. A Goliath is something that is hindering you from doing what you must do. A Goliath is something that wants to replicate or produce another failure again in the bloodline. And you have seen your Goliath. David saw Goliath, did not run away. David went against the Goliath in the name and in the power of the Lord of Israel. I came to tell somebody, the end of your life shall be glorious. Shall be glorious. And any person that rejected you, any person that said nothing good will come out of you, they will look at you and they will give glory to God. They will say that not this one, only God can do it. I pray in the name of Jesus, wherever they have laughed at you, the Lord will cause them to laugh with you in the name of Jesus. The Lord will give you a testimony. It doesn't just come by the amen. Position yourself. Work out yourself. Work out yourself. Prepare yourself. Stretch your mind. David was a champion because he fought some battles. And he won. Fight the battle of alcoholism and win. Fight the battle of humanizing and win. Fight the battle of discourage and win. Fight the battle of not tighten and win. Fight the battle. He had to fight some battle. Fight some python. Fight some kill a lion. Lion comes for the animal, for the sheep. And David goes against the lion. Not to smile at the lion. Hey lion, give me that lamp. He goes to kill the lion. If you have killed a lion and a bear, and people have not seen it yet, if all about you is all we can see, then you are not a mighty man. If everything about you is what we can see, then you are not a mighty man. Something made David to be able to face Goliath. He saw Goliath not as a problem. I begin preaching. This is why I'm preaching. Seven minutes, I'm done. He didn't see Goliath as a problem. He saw Goliath as a challenge to the faithfulness of God towards him and towards his people. Goliath was, he said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine defiling the armies of Israel? The man was making nonsense of the power of God and David was provoked that this man must come down. 
you are leaving this place. When you go home, begin to speak to that Goliath. There is a Goliath waiting for you in the house. You alone know. When you go, speak to that Goliath. Go after him. Tie him up. Chew him up. Because you have the power. Begin to build your life. It is possible. Begin to build your life. The Dubai you see was once a desert where people travel and die. Today, they have the most expensive hotel. They have the most beautiful places. And everybody wants to go to Dubai for holiday. A day is coming in your life. Every engagement in the family, people will say, want to do it in that house. You are not clapping. You are still folding your hands. <laughs> you will build the house, eh? Your nieces will want to do the engagement there. Amen. Haven't you been doing your own that you are planning? You have targeted an uncle's house. <laughs> Hallelujah. Winners don't see problems. They see challenges. Don't have a reason why you failed. I don't care your age. Even if you are old, there is another challenge. Elijah came under the power of the hand of God. His 80 years status was put aside and the Holy Ghost took over. I don't know what has scared you, but have the mind of the winner. You can go back to school you can start that business. You can go back to school. You can start that business. You can go back to school. You can start that business. You can marry. You can move on. You can move on. You can move on. The nations are waiting for your manifestation. You'll be the first doctor in your family. You'll be the first professor in your family. So then you look at your family. There is no professor. will be a bomb. That's why they like singing the song. When they sing, allow them to sing. Hey. The, if you are singing that song and they make you sit by the UN secretary, they are going to sing that song. If you meet the president, sing that song. On social media, you can say all the rubbish. All the people seeing the rubbish on social media, they wish one day that they will be in the house and the president will come and visit them. And you see that they'll change their ways. He says, says, Never jealous the president. Think about your life. In his record, he has become president two times. Whether you like him, you don't like him. His children are proud of him. His family is proud of him. His name will ring. His name has become a legacy for generations yet unborn. You are here in your future and you are dedicating yourself saying rubbish on social media instead of building a name that will become a legacy for generations after you. You are on social media insulting the president. What if the seed in you must become a president and you are sowing a seed that will disqualify the seed in you from sitting on the seat? You may be NDC, me, I don't care. You can be MPP, I don't care. Those around me, they know I hit everywhere. <laughs> For the cause of the gospel. You won't know my party. You will try, I won't know. Because I don't have time to do party. I want money to build church. Okay? 
I want money to pay people's fees. I want money to start feeding widows and with and old people. One of the visions is to every Christmas feed all old people in the Sakumono village. Feed them, not with five kilograms, right? 25 kilos. Go and get money and let's do ministry. Don't waste your time on social media. You are walking in dishonor. You are so embarrassed. Are you not afraid to insult an old man? I'm telling you this because I know the consequences of dishonor. You can, when you walk in dishonor and I come and pour oil on you, it won't work. That's what I'm telling you. If you are NDC, be NDC. If you are MPP, be MPP. But don't insult people in authority. It shouldn't be mentioned amongst us in this house that you, you're on social media insulting authority. Do you know that if you apply for a job, they go and screen your social media status? You see, you are quiet. When you go to the job, you are quiet. I sit on panels, so I know. You see why they didn't take you the last interview you went? <laughs> Give the Lord a clap, friend. That is why if you are working in a big company, even the manager's status, you will know. They will never show you where they stand because they know NDC can come anytime, MPP can so they will be neutral. Have the witness mentality. My last statement. Everyone has a problem. Some will become losers and some will be winners. A man's life is full of problems and it's very short. Job chapter 14 verse 1. So don't say me, it's, I am here because of the things I'm going through. Pastor, you don't know what I, you, you too, you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know. You see, I want you to have a different spirit. I saw people uh, uh, insulting the son of uh, uh, the PCFM man. If your father is poor, is it his problem? If your father didn't leave property, is this his problem? He's going to school, studying in second master's, doing law. You are insulting him that he's chopping his father's money. It is like the demons and Satan pointing at you that you are enjoying the inheritance of Jesus. <laughs> Build your life. Become a great achiever. It's possible. It's possible. Stretch yourself. Stop smoking weed. It won't help you. Stop going for the prostitute at Estate Junction Fridays. Echo Bank. It won't help you. You're a Christian. It won't help you. It will not. Stop going to sit, sit in and drinking. You are copying what big men do when you are not a big man. What stress have you gone through that you have gone to see the drink? <laughs> I told you the message is in the talking, not the preaching. 
What, what, what stress? No, tell me, what stress? <laughs> Francis, tell me, what, what, what stress? Then you've gone there, then you sit down. You both do it, do it, drink it. You are drinking. That you, are, you are stressed. You are relaxing for the day. What stress? <laughs> Bo- boutiques that big men go in. You too, you are going there. This shoe is over six years. It took Christ and put glue there. Because I wear it. Your judgment does not change who I am. Are you here with me? If you don't have any example, you'll be watching me. You will see that I wear the same dress. Uh, Bernice, this is not true. Don't you iron the same dress? Sometimes you'll be worried. I'm sure it's iron the same that is going to wear again. I wear. You are, you are wearing Jojo Armani perfume. I would wear for five months. Utia, no. <laughs> Look, there are young people who are working. They are not sleeping, not because they are on internet. They are not sleeping, not because they are watching sports. I'm angry in my spirit that a generation must rise up and see the future and take it. But sometimes you don't know what this generation is, including Christians like you and me. It's time to take the future. It's time to possess. People are sitting there. All they want is marriage. Anointing will come. They are request marriage. Today, anointing come marriage. Tomorrow, anointing come. I come and preach marriage. Prophet Akunai come, come marriage. Uh, Apostle Obin marriage. Uh, Apostle Sydney marriage. Please. Do you know that you may not be beautiful, but if you have cash, proud men will humble themselves for you to marry. Pastor, close and let's go. Let's go and do some revisions. Now, they went, Numbers chapter, I'll take your time, five minutes today, I'll fill the time, but Numbers chapter 13, verse 31 to 33. So that report again. When they went and they saw it, look, when you live here and you go, you may be here, you may you be born one. That's the name that men gave you, but that's not the name God gave you. I've seen girls get pregnant and their families have, like, they are afraid. You are not the first person. Do you understand? You are not the first person. All you need to do is truly repent and take up the pieces again. It doesn't add to the narrative. It doesn't. Most of us sitting here, our parents gave birth to us when we were not married. Yeah, like me. But I'm preaching today. And I feel good. A mistake can never redefine your destiny if you don't allow it. So they went to look at it. But 
Joshua and Caleb, they had a different spirit. They came and said, when we went, we saw giants. We saw the sons of Anak. They were giants in, in our eyes. If the fact was that it was true. They saw the people as giants. The people were huge and tall. And when they compared themselves to these sons of Anak, they were short. And they said they saw themselves as drab. It's true according to facts. Because if you had the opportunity to sit at dining with Dan Gotti, with President Ekufuadu, with the UN Secretary General, and everybody is to walk into the banquet alone, like Obama will walk in and sit down. Joe Biden will walk in and sit down. German Chancellor will walk in and sit down. It's time for you to walk in. Can you walk? <laughs> oh, please, Ikea. It, 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 it is like you want to disappear. Eh? It's like you want to disappear. I didn't cry this one. And then they come and do a presentation. And they say, let's comment. <laughs> will you comment? <laughs> well, I'm asking you, will you comment? They say, hello, Madam Equia, do you have anything to say? I understand everything. <laughs> so by far, the person, they, they, they saw by fact that the people, but the truth was that it was not true what they are saying. Because God has already given them the land. And God has already made them the occupiers of that land. You see, they were looking at it by the power of their eyes. But Caleb and Joshua, they stepped into Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. If you are here and you are a Christian, you are a Christian because you have accepted Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, you live by Galatians chapter 2 verse 20. I am crucified, nevertheless I live. So as you are alive, Jude, come, 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 come. You are alive. As you are walking, it means you are alive. It means you are, you are living. If you are dead, that means you would have been buried. So, this kind of living is what Paul is talking about here. He said, I am crucified with Christ. The crucifixion was spiritual, but the living at this point, he was talking about living in the flesh. So though I am crucified, that is the mystery about your Christianity, Lucy. Though the spirit has redeemed you, your flesh is still alive. Though you are married, you can be tempted to sleep with many men. Are you here with me? So he said, though I am crucified, I live. Then he begins to define the living. So any action you see me, Paul, living, it is because of this. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. Tell me if Christ will be in the disco to do soloku. Me 
if Christ will go and borrow perfume and pay in seven months, the Christ we see in the Bible, he takes little and make us and make much out of it. The life that I now live in the flesh, I live it by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. From today, live your life by the faith of the Son of God who loved you and gave himself for you. See every problem as a challenge. Maybe you're a Christian, but you drink. It has become an addiction. It's a challenge. Overcome it. Maybe you're a Christian, but you're a lesbian or a gay. It's a challenge. Overcome it. Overcome it. It's just a challenge. Challenging the grace of God over your life. Challenging the word of God over your life. The Anaks were challenging the word of God. They were trying to tell the people that God deceived you. Oh, we have been occupying here for years. God deceived you. That is the language of a problem. But Caleb said we are well able. Child of God, I don't care how you look like. I don't care where you are coming from. I don't care the problems in your family. I don't care how you came. How, how you made. Some of you cry. They saw you in a gutter and took you to a home. And you grew. Some of you are orphans. That is not what God looks at. Last week I told you there was a, a guy in the Ugandan fight. A white journalist redeemed him. Took him out. Today he's a cardiologist and got married to the white journalist. Life is in faces. Grace is in faces. Glories are in faces. This is not the end product of this church. We are in the process. A day will come. I will not be like this. This church will not be like this. We will be in our own auditorium which is in process. And the church will be booming. We will be doing many things. We will be building many churches. We'll be sending many pastors. We'll have many capacities to do many things. But it's a process. And you must face it and go through and feel the pain and feel the frustration and feel the rejection. There are people who have rejected me and rejected the church and rejected our ministry. It's part of the process. Jesus was rejected. Say if you are king of who? King of who? King of the Jews. Okay. Let's give him some crown. They put it on. If nobody rejects you in your mission, your mission and vision is useless to humanity. Yeah. There are people who, this, there are banks you will go, they will not look at your face. So, what is your name? They are talking about these names. Are you pleased But a day will come if you remain steadfast, diligent, improving yourself, developing yourself, being persevering. A day will come. They will look for you and say, Bless. Are you Miss Mrs. I want to come and see you. And you see, there are advantages of taking a loan and there are advantages of taking overdraft. You know, we want to help you expand their business. You know, you have to you don't need to be uh, limited. You know, we have to help you. And are you not the same people when I began and I just needed twenty thousand Ghana You were now you are here that you can give two million. I don't need your money. The same God that began with me is the same God that is taking me somewhere. I prophesy over your life. 
This is not the end of your life. You are moving forward and the grace of God will speak over you. Give the Lord a clap offering someone. I want you to close your eyes in one minute and talk to God. You know the ways that is drawing you back. You know what comes on you and you, you stop pursuing vision. Some of you have started many, many new things, but you stop along the way because something happened and you stop. Please pray that God, I need another spirit. I need a Caleb spirit. I am a Caleb generation. I am a Joshua generation. Lift your voice and pray in one minute. Pray. Traditions of our fathers, traditions of our mothers must not define our lives. Thank you, Jesus. If you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus, I want all eyes closed. You want to say, Jesus, today I want to surrender. I want to give my life to you. I want to say, Lord, today I say, I am here. Take my life and let it be. God can pick you like David. God can pick you like Solomon. God can pick you like Miriam. God can pick you like Mary. God can pick you like Josiah. The next president is in this house. The next MP is in this house. The next managing director is in this house. The next business tycoon is in this house. God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ever ask or think. If you are here, you say, Lord, I want my sins to be forgiven. Lift your right hand wherever you are. I want to pray with you. If there's anyone here like that, I see one person, I see two people. Is somebody at the back? Is somebody at the back? Say with me, everybody join them. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for today. I thank you for your message. Lord, I accept that I am a sinner. Today, I receive you as my Lord and personal Savior. Forgive me my sins and write my name in the book of life. Holy Spirit, I have heard that you use people to the glory of God. Use me for your glory and make out of me a shining light. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray for these ones that have surrounded themselves to you today. I pray that, Lord, you empower them, you strengthen them, and you use them for your glory. Therefore, listen, they no longer belong to you. They are in the kingdom of light. We pray in the name of Jesus that these ones will grow to become mighty, mighty vessels of the glory of God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Give God a clap offering. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.